Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. It is Friday and it is time for Friday Fire. I am your host, Samuel Smith, the Small Business Surgeon. Guys, I'm so happy that you guys are here. I'm so grateful for all the guys that listen and for all the feedback and all the reviews that you'll leave. It uh, it really makes putting this show out and doing this content uh, 100% worthwhile. So thank you very much. All right, it is Friday Fire. It's time for a little bit of some thinking to get you through the weekend. And today, what I want to cover is um, it's something that I've I've been experiencing uh, over the last couple of years, and I'm reading a book uh, called The Greatest Secret. And uh, what I want to cover is some things from that book that I apply and that I use in, in my daily life. And um, you know, I'm just finding them in here, and I'm thinking, wow, that's really, really strong stuff that I need to share with these guys. And so, you know, I was raised very, very blue collar. And it was kind of, this is how life is. This is what's going to happen. You know, you're going to get up, you're going to go to work, get a job, pay pay bills and, and have a family and then, and then die. Like you can't do anything other than what you're like supposed to do. There was no dreaming. There was no manifestation. There was no like any of that. It was all just very cut and dry. Blue collar. We get up, we go to work and uh, we're the workers and, and, and that was it. And, you know, I work, I work my ass off, but <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot different from the blue collar work I did growing up um, because I managed to manifest and, and create a different reality. You know, even when I was a kid, I was sure that I was going to be a professional drummer and I was sure that I was going to go on tour and do a US tour and and for for musicians growing up in Europe you know a US tour is like that's that's it that's as high as it gets and so you know at 19 years old after all this work and after making a bunch of demos and and being in a bunch of bands I, I got a US tour and it was like wow that shit really happened and that was when I thought you know maybe maybe there's more to this maybe if I if I have the right thoughts I can kind of put everything together and I can make stuff happen and it you can but what I want to cover today in thoughts is is how you feel. Um, our thoughts create our feelings. And so if our thinking is off, then our feelings are going to be off. And if our feelings are off, you know, how, how do we operate? So to, to read straight from the book, it says thoughts create feelings. The kind of thoughts you have will create the same kind of feelings. Huh. So if I'm thinking happy thoughts, I'll feel happy. If I'm looking at pictures of my friends who have passed away over the years, I might think sad thoughts and start to think sad things and feel sad. If I'm reading a conversation that I had with somebody that stole from me or cheated from, you know, from me or or whatever it is, I'm going to feel angry thoughts. I'm like, huh, and I'm going to be angry. So the things you think, the things you think affect the way you feel because once you're feeling happy right if i'm feeling happy it's next to impossible to feel angry and happy at the same time you can't do it you know if if you feel angry like how do you start to feel happy again you can't you're carrying that feeling and the you only see 
what you think about. Your reality is based on the thoughts going through your head. So, like, real simple exercise, right? If you're sitting in a room, yeah, I'm going to look around my room now, and I'm going to look at all the brown things in the room. I can see a brown couch. I can see a brown rug. I can see a brown coffee table. I can see a brown box. I can see brown end tables. Okay, so everything's brown, right? And so when I look in the room, I say, wow, there's a lot of brown in the room. I never noticed for a minute any red or any blue or any green. All I was focused on was brown. So when you ask me, is there any red in that room? I'm like, well, no, I, don't, I didn't see any red. I didn't see the red because I was focused on brown. I'm surrounded by red. There's red books. There's red logos. There's a red pictures. My kids in red baseball uniform. I'm surrounded in red. I didn't see the red because I was looking at the brown. The same way that when you're thinking one thing, you're thinking negativity, surrounded by negativity. I look over here, I see a negative couch. I look over here, I see negative end tables. Whatever it is, you don't see the positivity that's in the same room as you. You don't see the red things that are in the room and the blue things and the green things. You only see the bad things. And that's something to really, really bear in mind. See, when a situation arises and you let these thoughts come in your head, got some negative thoughts, they literally overflow and you, you can't get rid of the negativity, so you just give it to everybody else. Um, you've probably all been here where you'll have a fight with a friend or a spouse or a significant other uh, or an ex, and all of a sudden, you're yelling at your kids, you're yelling at your friends, you're yelling at the customer service rep, everybody hates you, and you're having a shitty, terrible, terrible, terrible day. Whereas in reality, you had one shitty conversation that put you in a negative mood and then you carried that negativity all the way through the day with you. And so what I like to do, right, in these kind of situations is you have to remember that you are not negative. You are not positive. You are awareness that is experiencing negativity. Huh, what does that mean? So if you have a fight, for example, with your significant other, um, you, you're going to be in a bad mood okay but experience the bad mood experience the negativity and then put it to one side take care of it deal with it move on from it like maybe your significant other is not the best uh, best example um but when you have a fight with anybody if you don't allow yourself to experience negativity and let it flow in one side and flow out the other side if you carry that negativity with you all day, you'll spread it to every single person, every single interaction you have. And this works just as well for the positive side. This is why I focus so heavily on gratitude and so heavily on being thankful for the things that are in my life. You know, when I go out there and I start my day and I've got a list of things that I'm grateful for, and I'm grateful for my Nina, and I'm grateful for my kids, and I'm grateful for my stepkids, and I'm grateful for my cars, and I'm grateful for my warm house, and I'm grateful for my friends, and, and I'm grateful for the beautiful weather, and I'm grateful for my clients, and I'm grateful that I've got work, and I'm grateful there's a stack of money in my checking account. All this gratitude. I pass that positivity on with me throughout the day, and there's no negativity there. So one of the things that I do to deal with negativity 
and allow it to flow through me and just come in one ear, oops, sorry, come in one ear and out the other ear and have very little effect on me. I'm not perfect. Shit, I'm a long way from perfect. But my friends and especially Nina will tell you I'm relatively unflappable and it's very, very, very difficult to get me to shout. And that's because I let it in and I let it out at the same time. So let's say somebody's getting under your skin and somebody's done something and somebody's being negative. Let's say somebody stole from you. Let's say there's a thief and they stole from you, all right? What is there to gain by being mad at the thief? What will it do for you now? What will it do for you now and the next 10 minutes, the next 20 minutes? What will it do for you now and in the future being mad at the thief? Absolutely nothing. So what I like to do in these situations is pretend or tell myself that the thief operated that way because they were operating at the maximum limits of their upbringing. That's how they were raised. That's the kind of person they are. And from now on, they don't belong in our life. They don't get any of our time. They don't get access to our network. They don't get access to our capital. They don't get that. They're a thief. They're gone. I'm not angry. Why would I be angry at the thief? They were operating at the maximum limits of their education. They were operating at the maximum of their understanding and they chose to steal. It's not my fault and it's not my problem. I'm not a thief. They stole from me. Over time, I'll replace the things they stole. But why allow them to steal more than physical stuff? Why allow them to steal my now? Why allow a thief to steal my next two days, my next two weeks, because I'm pissed off at the thief and they've took all my shit and I'm really angry. Why allow that? Let's go, you know what? The dude was a thief. He'll always be a thief. Shit will catch up with him. He'll end up in jail. He'll end up paying the universe for the things that he took. He's operating at the limits of his capacity. That's it. He can't be anything other than that. He'll always be that because that's how he was raised. Now, he's out of my circle. He's gone. Never, never got to deal with him again. Right? And then another thing, you know, when you're fighting with, I don't know, um, what should we pick? Let's say you're fighting with an ex-partner. Let's say you're fighting with uh, a, a, an ex-spouse because you're stuck with them, right? You're stuck with your ex if you've got kids. Right? So let's say you're having that fight. When... That happens, I like to say to myself, that guy, right, is operating at the limits of his cognitive capacity. That is his thinking. That's as far as he can take his thinking. And that's as far as he's ever going to go. Right? And you know I talk about life being fucking levels. You know I talk about there being bosses you've got to beat before you get to the next level. Well, one of the bosses you've got to beat is being a fucking dumbass. Right? I've been a dumbass. You do dumbass things over and over. Eventually, you learn lessons from them, right? And you move up and you level up and you go to the next level and you don't make any of those mistakes again. Well, the guy that's yelling at me <coughs> or the guy that's yelling at you, maybe he's operating at the limits of his cognitive capacity. Maybe he's doing his best. And maybe we should just feel sorry for him because, wow, shit, if that's your best, then, dude. Like you're fucked, right? Why would I get angry with that? Well, this guy's doing this and this guy's doing that. And like, yeah, he's probably just doing everything he knows how to do and he, he doesn't actually know how to do anything other than what he's doing. 
Like maybe we can feel sorry for him. Maybe we can let that negativity go. Somebody yells at you. Like, yeah, but that's their life. They're yelling because something's upset them. It's not my fucking problem. They won't be in a bad mood. Let them be in a bad mood. Yell all you like. Right? It doesn't affect me because in my mind, I tell myself that is the level that this dude or this chick or whatever it is, that's the level that they have achieved that they are capable of operating on. Their maturity is lacking so much that they decide to handle these situations with rage and anger. Like, okay, well, I'll just step out of the way and let them fucking go. Like, I don't have to have anything to do with them. The only thing I have to have for them is sympathy because they haven't learned to operate at the level that you and I and everybody else we hang out with operates at, which is no drama, no bullshit. Let it in, let it out, breathe in, let it go. Like, I manifest my reality. I manifest my own happiness by looking at the things I have, reflecting upon them and being grateful for where I'm at. Five years ago, I would have prayed for the problems I had today, right? I'm not super rich. I don't have my Lamborghini and my Ferrari and all that stuff. But I tell you what I do have. I've got three paid off vehicles that didn't cost a whole lot of money, that were my dream vehicles when I was 23, 24, 25. Those are my dream cars. I'm 43 now. I own three of my dream cars. Like, and yet I want to get in a bad mood about stuff. No, stop. Count the things you have. Reflect on that. Be grateful for where you're at. Like, dude, I have got all the problems I prayed for. I've got all the things I dreamed about. Why would I get angry? I'm sorry you're having a bad day. But over here, we live in a world of gratitude. And it is our thoughts. Shit, I keep hitting this microphone. I'm going to have to move it. It is our thoughts, right? It's our thoughts that determine our feelings. Okay. We need to allow ourselves to feel. We need to acknowledge that I'm having a, a bad feeling here. Then we need to pass through that feeling and give maybe some sympathy, maybe some empathy. You know, maybe just be like, look, this is as, as good as this guy gets. This is all he knows. I feel sorry for him. And it works a charm for me. So anyway, that is something for you to think about over the next week. Next time you get in a bad mood, be like, all right, why am I in a bad mood? Who's got me pissed off? And what kind of idiot are they? And once you start to uncover that, you realize there is nothing in life to be mad about. Shit happens to everybody. Everything's hard. You just get on with it and be grateful for the things you have. All right, I hope that helped today. Um, today is day seven of the next 90 days where I am cataloging everything I do. I'm making videos. I'm posting content. I want to show you guys how simple it is to manifest your reality and to move the needle and to change the things you've got in your life. And notice I said simple. It's not fucking easy. It's not. But it's very simple. It's very straightforward. You put one foot in front of the other. And uh, if you want to follow along, I've got a, uh, a going out on the Facebook page. I've got a Facebook group, the Instagram, the TikTok, all that stuff. It's all going out. You can follow along at followsam.live. All right, I'm out of here. You'll have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you with another interview on Monday. Be good. Stay safe. Bye-bye. 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show for today. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the conversation that we've had and you want to learn a little bit more about the systems and processes involved in running businesses online, join our Facebook group over at followsam.live. All right, that's it from me for today. You'll be good. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week.